Hey, it's Dave. So I just came back from checking out a new all-electric RV trailer at South by Southwest, and I asked the founders if I could do an interview with them. So what follows is a walkthrough of the exterior and interior of the Lightship RV. It's their first prototype, and they're hoping to start production by the end of 2024. Now, this isn't a paid or promoted video. I'm just a person who loves RVing and new technology, so I wanted to learn more myself. I'll go ahead, I'll show a 30-second video from the company to give you an overview of the product and then we'll dive into the walkthrough. Hope you enjoy. I think it's super inventive that they have an electric light ship and it's and all the thought that has gone into how this works. Our software leader. I'm here with Ben Parker and Toby Cross, the founders of Lightship RV. We're going to do a tour outside and inside, ask questions, really go in depth. Um, Toby, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Toby. I'm uh, one of the co-founders here at Lightship. I'm Ben. I'm the other. We got uh, right here the, the first American all-electric uh, RV. This is called the, uh, the Lightship L1, and we just unveiled it three days ago here in Austin, South by Southwest. Awesome, cool. Let's do a walk around outside, then inside. We'll go into some more questions. Uh, lots to talk about on, on the, the light ship. We, we call it, this is our first model. It's kind of a flagship model. We call it the L1. Um, it is a, as Toby mentioned, it, so this is a, it's a, it's a modern all electric RV. It's, it's built to be very aerodynamic. The entire roof is a, is a solar roof. Effectively, it's covered in, in, in you know solar panels that are or solar cells that are integrated into the roof line. Uh, we have built this is purpose built from the ground up for for the age of electrification, and we've rethought uh, almost everything not not the not the plumbing and the sewage, but every, everything else that to uh, to to make something that's really really unique and kind of ready ready for the future. So we can uh, we can take a little tour around. Yeah. First thing you see on, on the front here, um, and y'all who are who are you know familiar with travel trailers, you'll normally uh, you'll expect to see some sort of a, a storage box or a box on the on the tongue of the vehicle. We have that too, although uh, the reasons that it's there are are different than than normal. Normally, uh, on a on a traditional travel trailer, you'd you'd store your propane cans, uh, you know, under under the tongue box. Um, in our case, there you know there are no, no fossil fuels on board. It's, it, it, every 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 bit of power is is, is electric and run off of it's, it's battery electric in particular, used lithium-ion batteries. Um, and so, with that space, we do two things. One, we have this large aero shroud on the front. On the front, um, it's actually really important to fill the space between the back of the tow vehicle and the front of the RV um, for 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 aerodynamic performance because you want to reattach the the flow to the body line of the vehicle as it comes in a very chaotic, chaotic fashion off of the back of the, the the tow vehicle, usually a truck, truck or a big SUV. Um, two is that with that space that used to be 
uh, allotted to propane cans, now we can use it for our uh, our, our thermal system, and in, in particular, it's a you know it's an HVAC system, so it's a it's a it's a heat pump, bidirectional. It can do either heating or cooling, uh, and that's how you you know that's how you keep your your cabin cool. You can catch a, a peak of it as you come around the back. This is I should say that this is our um, this is our alpha prototype, so you could call it a sort of a pre-production pre-production model. Um, some some this, things. This is will, the heat pump back here. I'm guessing. Yeah, there you go. Okay, got it. Or at least that's the that's the, the exterior okay. unit. What's the, is this uh, some storage down here? Yeah, or? exactly. Um, yeah, it gives you a sense. It'll actually, I believe, it'll, we're, okay. we're we're aiming for pass through, so a true oh, okay. a true pass through garage on the on the on the production model. But okay. this this gives you a sense of where your where your got outdoor it. storage is at. Um, right now, this is the this is the water hookups so of your city water. Okay. Yep. Um, and then right here. This is the lift system, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So one, one thing that we can we can we can yeah there you go see the ball screw. Yeah. Um, one thing that is I, I say actually one thing that's unique about this this prototype is that oftentimes uh, companies launch with a with a, a show car. So it would be uh, in the automotive industry you call it a which m many of us are from you know the EV side of, of automotive. My, Toby and I both were were at Tesla for. What about five, five or six years a piece? He he led finance there. I was a battery engineer on the Model Three and the and the side the start of the Cybertruck program. Um, the um, actually this, it's, this is a side story, but y'all will appreciate it. The the origins of Lightship came while I was still I was still working at Tesla. I uh, I was at I was at the the Deer Creek office, so the headquarters in in Palo Alto at the time, and. Uh, had a little bit more time because I was out of production hell uh, in, in in Reno. The, the Model Three was finally you know finally ramped and in, in stable volume production, and so I I had this pet project uh, at that point to try to electrify all the food trucks in the Bay Area because I I had my my coworkers we eat at a food truck every day and uh, I just could not stand the gas generators that they use to to you know to, to supply power on board, and so I, I like. Took it upon myself to try to try to try to get rid of these gas generators and you know help 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 food truckers convert to, to an all electric system, especially knowing that the, the tech that they needed was to, to do so was literally on the other side of the wall inside of the building. It just it irked me, and so I had to, had to do something about it. And the idea of electrifying RVs came came from that original uh, side project or pet project uh, because I, I would tell people about it, and especially kind of more entrepreneurially. Minded folks, when I would talk to them about it, are being always came up in in, in conversation. Um, that you know, I, I was thinking about what 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 I thought the next wave of electrification would would consist of, and especially within vehicles, because for, for Toby and I both, you know, electrification of vehicles is is sort of what, what we have devoted our, our careers to. Um, and uh, I I looked into RVing, and I've always loved road tripping in the outdoors, and I. I Saw that there was there was there was big opportunity. So what's the, is that more storage down here? Um, uh, this is actually a, this is a wheel cover. So um, you'll see cover. you'll see okay. it on the other side. You, you, you know you, you want you want an aero cover on the wheels to to uh, okay. to, uh, to to reduce the turbulence around the wheels because that's another another source of losses. I think that I mean the bigger story here is that around aero is that it is literally the first thing that we worked on. First thing that I worked on when I was first kind of conceptualizing this vehicle was. How do you make it as drag efficient as possible? Because um, I guess it's, it's sort of um, people who, who people who work on EVs are, are intimately familiar with how you must make to, to make a great electric vehicle. Right now, you need to make it passively efficient first, and that means you know going down the road. Aerodynamics is is it is the 
if you had to pick one, it's the single bit sort of most important way to reduce the, the, the drag of the vehicle and in doing so, reduce the size of the battery that's necessary to, to, to have it go long range. Um, and so, yeah, like aero wheel covers, the, the, maybe the, the largest uh, single thing that we've done with the architecture of the vehicle to, to make it very aerodynamic is um, it is a, it's, a, it's, it's sort of a, it's a, it's a transforming vehicle. So it has, it has two, two modes to it. There's a, a, we call it a road mode and a camping mode. And when it's in road mode, which you can see on our website and we can, we can look at a, an image of over there, this entire top part of the vehicle, which we call the canopy, uh, telescopes down. So imagine that this, this surface of the canopy is all the way down here. It's about a meter of, of stroke. And in, it, the idea in doing that is you reduce the frontal area of the vehicle. So instead of sort of pulling a, a brick or an air sail, you, you're pulling a, a bullet. So it's a very, you know, it's a very streamlined form. Um, God's, yep. Good, good. Um, so yeah, that's that's a big story. It, it, aerodynamics is, is key here. It's re, it's really you know, the only way that you can make this a, um, a you know a viable a viable uh, and affordable consumer product is is through basically design for efficiency across every detail of the vehicle and even even kind of baked into the the, the concept of, of what it is. Um, it's a it's a true electric vehicle. So it's uh, you know we we have a a, 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 a an EV powertrain or an EV power system is 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 integrated into the the, the floor of the vehicle. It, ma it makes it very unique um, because we you know we're talking about you have a, 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 a you know high voltage EV battery plus a plus a drive unit on board. The battery is charged off of the solar on on, on the roof line and actually integrated into the awning as well. And then the drive unit. The idea is that okay. We've made a vehicle first that is very passively efficient, um, and uh, in in making it so efficient, uh, you get like like to take the case of, of pulling with a cyber truck or, or, or any EV truck. Normally, if you're if you're pulling a, a, a traditional travel trailer with a, with an EV truck, you y'all have probably seen you can you can expect um, about two thirds range loss. So it, let's say a 300 mile truck becomes a 100 mile truck. Uh, through, um, and, you know, our, our solve to that because we want we want to get we, we we feel that it's you know for, for any of us who have done long distance electric road trips if you have less than 300 miles you're you're sort of you're stopping too often uh, between you know to to charge um, and so we've got 200 miles to make back the first hundred of those we do passively so it's it is just it is just you know incredible improvements in in drag efficiency. So then, instead of ha being at 100 miles of towing range, now you're back to 200, but there's still 100 to make up. And so that additional 100 we make up with the battery and the, and the motor, and the, the motor on board, the drive unit, actually propels the, one of the axles of the trailer. And so the trailer is, is assisting the tow vehicle. It's basically pushing itself a little bit. Um, and so from the perspective of the tow vehicle, it feels, it feels you know, minimal load minimal weight as as you're as you're cruising on the road and in, in so through the combination of the you know the great efficiency and the ev powertrain we get to a near range loss zero experience so your 300 mile ev truck remains a 300 mile truck um for you know for people with with any any gas or diesel tow vehicle like like you know you're let's say you're pulling with a gas f-150 uh instead of eight to ten miles per gallon which is what you know we, we've we've experienced you're you're going to be back into the to the sort of highway cruising uh, fuel economy so think you know above above 20 above 20 miles per gallon which uh yeah it's going to save save it's probably i mean you can do the math if you, if you do a 
a couple thousand mile road trip, you've saved hundreds of dollars in 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 fuel, uh, just just kind of through 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 what the vehicle is. So we think it's a big deal. Charging is, um, as you expect, there's a bunch of bunch of different ways to charge it. It's um, right now we're, we're using CCS standard and. Um, you can level one, two, or three charge it. So you could trickle charge it at your house. Um, you could you can level two charge it if you have if you have an EV charger or, or you know a 240 volt plug at your house. A really cool thing about building uh, an electric vehicle for 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 the RV world is that uh, there's much less of an infrastructure problem in in RVing than than you know let's say in, in broader broader vehicle electrification. That's because many of the RV campgrounds across the country already have. 240 volt high power hookups. You can level two charge at at those campgrounds overnight, and then and then keep moving. Um, and then finally, it's you know it's, it's a you know it's a it's a true electric vehicle. It's built 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 with the, the you know the, the latest passenger car EV technology. So you can level three charge it as well. If you're if you're if you're doing a, trying to do a really long day and you need to go more than 300 miles, you'd stop, fast charge it, just as you're fast charging your truck, and then and then keep going. Um, it's, all, it's of course that you know this this is all uh, charging off of the plug, but uh, there's a lot of there, you can get up to three kilowatts of solar on the roof. So that that's actually you know where where most EVs are are small enough that the the, the the incremental charge that you can get from charging off of solar is 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 not so great. It's it's marginal. In our case, it's it's quite significant because this this vehicle is so big that there's enough roof area to get you know significant solar energy generation. Uh, yeah, want to keep moving. Is this a storage here? That's actually that's a that's a wire access panel. One of, one of the things that we're most proud about with this prototype is is, is I was I was starting to get into earlier is that normally you'd make a show car and it's it's you know it's not a very functional thing. In our case, it's a true alpha vehicle, so this is this is a this is a it's a fully functional uh, you know first prototype of, of of the vehicle. So it has the entire power system is is, is integrated into it as well, the drive unit included. Um, it's it is it is sort of. A, a true picture of what a light ship will be. So moving around, um, one 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 other thing we we can we can do a whole tour through the interior. But one thing of note, I think on the on the design of the vehicle is that we really you know many of us are from the automotive industry. Our actually our 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 creative leader was that he was he was. One of the key figures in, in developing the Rivian the R1S and R1T design, and um, so his, his you know his background is automotive design, and you you see that heritage in in the uh, in many many of the features of the vehicle. It's um, even li even little things that people are are um, expect out of a passenger car, but have never seen before in an RV. Like like think about you know flush integrated windows, uh, more automotive style tail tail lamp assemblies. All 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 of these things are are. Um, things that we prioritized in in, in, in the, the design of the vehicle. And keep walking around. Are these the these two windows open just back in the side window? Are they on on the prototype the ones that open are these two main windows, the two two side windows and, and the rear there, which is which is the it's you know it's the the bathroom rear hatch. Um, Still, still, still debating which which we make openable for the for the production design. Yeah, Troy can actually show you. The, obviously, privacy is privacy is real important with something that has this many windows. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, but we we do we do not show the bug screens here. But, but we're, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll have a solution for for bug screens because because yeah, if you're anywhere buggy, like 
you put, you want to let the you want to let the air in, but not ideally the the cicadas. Um, hop, hop up and I can show you, or really Troy, Troy will show you. Troy, Troy's uh, our software leader. Um, he so there's a um, there's a basically a, a, a photochromatic film that uh, can change its opacity in response to an electrical signal. So if you want to go private. You can you can make it opaque like that. This is something we wanted to, to demonstrate as possible. Of course, traditional traditional blinds are also um, are are also a, an option here. But um, as as we're as we're weighing the, the couple options, we wanted to, to show the one that uh, frankly is, is really exciting. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, do you want to step on in? Last thing I was going to say about this because I, I I I mentioned that a lot of this is uh, or. A part of the origin story is this this food truck idea is that I I now laugh that we have these these enormous hatch opening windows because it's yeah. it's it's kind of like a kind of like a food truck. Yeah. Um, I think actually how, how this may play out is, is as you've got this big hatch opening window is you can imagine it's sort of like a inside outside dining scenario. So you can or 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 maybe more generally you can just be you can be passing things through that window to people who are out at the campground. Um, you'll see on the website too that we have a we have a camp kitchen that we're we're integrating into the side of the body if you want to if you want to cook outdoors. Okay. Okay. So welcome to the interior of the Lightship L1. Uh, it's a it's a more it's a more modern interior design. We have a, a, a really really awesome design team who've, who've worked very hard. Um, you know, making a space that is, is really unique. I think one of the things that's that's unique unique about you know the the, the purpose built approach here is that we, um, we 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 took this this product design challenge as a um, instead of it being an inside out uh, challenge, it, it was one that we would approach from the outside in. So we first made sure that that the vehicle body was a very efficient shape because that's how you get the the long range. You know the long-range electric road tripping experience, and then developed an interior around that that, that sort of be best complements that tapered shape, the streamlined bullet shape of the of the vehicle. Um, the the thing that you first notice when you enter is that it's got a really high ceiling. Most most travel trailers, if you you know if, if you're if you're used to being in a travel trailer, it, it can feel kind of like a cave. Um, yeah, you can see. I, I mean, I'm, I'm like, I basically can't can't touch the ceiling, and I'm I'm, I'm not that short. Um, it's a it's a seven and a half foot ceiling, so it's a, you know it's a approaching residential height. And the way the way that we're able to do that is because we have the transforming design, so you you can go between the road mode and the camp mode. And what it does for for the experience is it makes it makes this thing feel huge. It's it's um, it, uh, it, it's sort of I guess I would think of it. It's, it's a very kind of open, spacious, yeah. airy feel to, to the space um, and I just love that because it, it, it you know I, I think you can spend a lot more time in a, in a space like this when you don't feel cramped and, and claustrophobic yeah. um, then so we can move kind of kind of front to back um, the, the front front space we, we call a it's the lounge you know, it's the lounge area it's 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 funny it's it's even a, a part of the inspiration for the concept because it's a pretty unique type of space to have in an RV is is uh, if you think back to the those 1970s kind of like conversation pits sure. this 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 was that, that was part of the idea and it, it, i think the the idea is if you know if you have this really nice space that that you're in you you want um, you want a, a true hangout spot and so the, the lounge functions as as that um, pretty comfy area 
I can show you. So this is also this is also maybe your, this is your main bed yeah. space. Um, so you would, uh, you know, you have a means to making it a full full kind of queen, actually slightly larger than a queen size bed. There's oh, a little wow. pe little peekaboo. That's cool. Yep. So. So how does that work? The peekaboo, you pull think, it out. And yeah, it's kind of like an IKEA. Um, okay. You know, it's like a like a pop up. Does it, sort of thing. does it go up? Yeah, so it, it, it oh, completes really? the level. Yeah, completes okay. the surface it, of the bed. Is it functional right now? Um, somewhat, so although, okay. yeah, it's I, okay. I would say uh, we probably shouldn't show it. Okay, almost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, could, we, so we sort of, uh, all, all the all, all the very hardest stuff is, is uh -huh. and, and that's so unique, is, is what yeah. we focused on a lot here, and some, yeah. of, the, some of the easier stuff, we, we yeah. it. came at the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's it. say... That's, that seat, this seat right here, is it foldable or is it just... It's just floating. floating. It's just floating, okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. if you wanted, you can you, you can either keep keep it that way for the aesthetic or, or okay. likely some people, will, you'll, you can put like a duffel down there. Got it. Underneath here, is this the wheel well area? Part, part of it is the wheel well. There, there is also some storage space for okay. bedding that goes on top of the your your ancillary beds. So, of course, this, you know, this is the main bed that you're sitting on. This is, I guess, this is the bedding scenario for the L1 Essential. So, this, okay. this would be for the, you know, for the entry, the entry uh, uh, trim, trim level of the product. Um, the idea is that, of course, you could sleep two adults in, in the main. And then also, if you wanted to to have someone, let's say a, a friend, or, or you stash the kids in in, a, in your your ancillary bed, then you can do that here. Um, so your 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 dining area then converts into a. a so this this uh, this got it. So this goes down. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Folding table. Yeah. So now you, this is, this becomes your second second sleeping surface, and you can you can you know it's it's kind of like literally push push of a button. Ge generally, one one of the ideas across the vehicle is, is ease of use and and you know making it accessible to people who haven't done a ton of RVing before. Um, and so yeah, we, we wanted to make things pretty 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 simple and intuitive. So this is your this is your extra extra sleeping space in in the in the essential. And the bedding for which stores stores underneath underneath the seat there. What's under this uh, main lounge area right back here over here in the front? Um, well, so the, the oh, so you have the yeah, you the, the bed. The, exactly. The, the completion of the bed is under the, the first pillow, and okay. then under that second pillow there is all pass through storage. That's your, oh, that's, your that's your outdoor garage. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Is um, there any reason why you have these panels here? Uh, yeah, there's a good technical reason. Is they're access panels. Um, this is this is for wiring okay. and thing, things like that. Got it. Um, yeah, okay. yeah. Again, I think one of the things it's, we're kind of proud of is that it's 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 like truly an this is an engineered prototype yeah. that that we're in. It's it's um, looks like works like. Is there anything behind these seat cushions at all? Yes, um, this is the, that's the ducting for for the for the air conditioner. So if, if you feel Dave, you sort of feel behind. Yeah, like here, yeah. feel here, for okay. instance, you'll feel some, feel some gaps there. So those are the vents for for the for the air conditioner. Goes so you, all the way. Yep. Okay. So you vent, vent up from the belt line. Is that for heating too? AC and heating. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, but bi bidirectional heat pumps you can do you can do heating and cooling and a, you know uh, you have very very high performance so, sort of uh, like every every let's say every one watt of, yeah. of battery energy that you put in you get three watts out of, of heating or cooling power. Um, si similar system to to, to uh -huh. what is is being built into um, any other passenger car EV today, but but completely novel for for a space like this. What can you explain what how this uh, step system works? Sure. Yeah, it's it's a it's a fold up. Um, okay. We could actually we could we could do it if you want. Okay. Can, can we fold up the, the step? Just show them. You know, so it folds up for travel, uh, and then Colin, if you want, to pull it back back down too. Yeah, so that that's how it goes away. Okay. And then there's a release right here. Uh, okay. 
so it'll come come back down for 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 camping. Got it. Okay, got it. And then, are you guys gonna be like, um, uh, how are you guys gonna be patching the, like any air gaps or holes to the we, outside? Uh, you know, I, I I couldn't tell you right now, but yeah. it it'll probably be it'll be some sort of a filler and a, filler, and a, okay. and a seal. Um, yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be mechanically sealed off. Got it. And then in between, kind of these right like right here. Um, there's some air gap right now between the, the, the outer shell and the inner. Yeah, this is also so it'll take a like a rubber seal, rubber, rubber seal, seal to it. Yeah, you can actually okay. you can see you can see one of the sealing surfaces uh -huh. for when you're in the in the road mode down along the body line here. If you see that that slight step, yeah, that, that okay. becomes a sealing surface. And then you have another at the at the top. I um, see. Okay. It all the seal also helps stabilize the the canopy, so it uh -huh. you know it, it functions as one sort of one monolithic uh, structure, and there's okay. no there's no relative movement between yeah, the two. Yeah, yeah, got it. Um, little shoe storage under there too. Okay. These are the, back here. This would be like a resting surface for the, uh, your device, for instance. There, uh, there's okay. um, Qi chargers, so wireless charging areas kind of across across the vehicle too. Uh, so wireless charging here. Yep. Got it. Yeah, so you can toss okay. your devices there. Same here. There's also a, a pop-up. There's a little light on the back there. Okay. Yep. Cool. Um, and then up here is just a kind of what additional storage or bags? Yeah, this is, actually this is a, this is a, a design I guess a um, a design system that we're really proud of. Mm -hmm. It's um, it's a call it it's a, it's an accessory system but we call it the, the gear rail system mm -hmm. and um, the, the idea is that you know you, you can put many accessories up there so it's a it's a it's a configurable thing um, what what we've shown here is is additional storage duffels so like o over overhead storage um, we think so, I mean so, some people if you're a couple um, you, you you may opt to keep the the window space um, so you, you can get more you know more natural light in during during the day but um, Let's say you are a larger family, or if you're going out for a longer period and you need the additional storage space, then you can add that additional storage with, with the gear rails. Um, I think I, th I think we'll see that they'll they'll do a lot of work for 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 the product over over time. So you you can imagine, you know, putting. Uh, all of your gear, fishing poles and skis and snowboards and um, surfboards, kind of any, anything you can imagine can can go up into the into the gear rail. Um, it's meant to be a it's meant to be a modular a modular thing. And you have them on both sides, both sides of the vehicle, up in the up in the the, the curved sections. Um, so when this when the the top goes down, mm -hmm. does it? Do you need to remove these things, or does it? No, nope. just they're they're built right to there. to just clear. Oh, so it goes down. About yep. this much height. Yep. Okay, yeah. They they it. both clear the uh, the ceiling is within a few inches of the the, the faucet. Okay, the faucet is the high point within yeah, the interior. Um, there's still there's still enough space for um, you know for other gear like bikes and things like that. Uh, even when the when you're in the camp the the road mode. Um, yeah. And then uh, what can you tell me about the storage over here? Uh, you mean what can I show you? Yeah. What can you show me about <laughs> the storage? Yeah. It's a uh, yeah. So true. You know. Storage spots you can you okay. can kind of put anything you imagine in there. Um, I, I think most people will put clothing there, but uh -huh. um, it's you know it's it's to totally totally kind of up up to up up to folks. Got it. What, so what how many store. are there? There is it four. Four of those, What's, yeah. Okay. Yep. Got four it. over. Um, this is a trash trash area. Trash. It'll you know it'll okay. be like a, a flip up cover, although it, it becomes a part of the countertop too because okay. you want to keep this this continuous Got console it. going. Um, and then pull and then it, pull it out from the front. Can you open that? One? You know, this is the idea. I guess it's not actually that no, bad. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. 
Okay. Like so. And how um, are, these, are these more drawers? Yeah, so this is this is a drawer style. So instead of the, the, the flip down for, for the main you know the main uh -huh. straight section of the console, this is more like um, uh, okay. you know, you can imagine your, your cutlery goes there, um, let's say pots pots and pans, got things it. like that, and yeah. you got you got two two levels, two levels of that. Yeah. There's yeah. your third. And then how about storage on this kitchen side? Yeah, so um, a lot going on in the kitchen. Yeah. The you, you know generally it's a it's a you know it's a micro kitchen where every all, all of the appliances are of course all electric and they're all they're they're generally stored below the, the countertop. Um, you've got all, all the essentials. So we have a, 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 a most of the appliances I should say are drawer style. Um, that's it's it's for the ergonomics of it because it's it's a lot easier to reach reach into a drawer style appliance. Um, you've got a two a two drawer fridge. So that's one drawer and this is your second fridge drawer. You also have a drawer style freezer. Actually pretty pretty good space. Two two levels to it. Um, you have some under sink storage. See so it goes around the P trap there. Pretty good front I guess they call it a farmhouse style sink. Some outlets in the back. You can see the countertop follows the 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 boat tailed tapered uh, section of the of the rear. So you have, you have that's kind of an interesting counter shape. Got a you know a, a induction cooktop, and we'll make sure you have, you have the right pots and pans yeah. for it so that it works well. This induction is for anybody who's done it. It's, it's crazy fast. You can boil yeah. water for like half the time of, of, of a flame. Is this more um, storage than here? No, I'm, you're gonna be excited about that. Okay. So microwave, okay. and one of the things that I, I have a good story for this. Um, the last is a six-setting dishwasher. Wow, that's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> um, is, so th this came from, I, I guess, we, we've been thinking about it for, for a while, but yeah. uh, Toby, my co-founder, and I, we, uh, we, we, we try to do it. We do an annual uh, co-founders camping trip, and so uh -huh. we, were, we were camping in a van uh, in, in the, on the eastern slope of the Rockies yeah. and at, a, at a hip camp, and uh, we had made this like enormous spaghetti dinner, and we'd had a couple of drinks, and done campfire, and it was 10:30 p.m. And uh, we went in, and the, the kitchen was just like full of t of you know caked on dishes. And I was like, okay, Toby, let's clean the dish the dishes here, and also please let's put a dishwasher as an option in there. So yeah, we we, we got one in. And it, actually, a, co a cool thing about it is that. I mean, one in a vehicle like this, because of the power system, you have the, the power to run it, yeah. sort of wherever you are. And two, uh, you get a lot of water savings out of it, out of it, because I think it's I think it's about as double as water efficient as just just hand washing how, your dishes. How many um, gallons of water does it take? Um, we should check online, but I, I yeah. think it's only a couple gallons. Really? Um, yeah, wow. it's yeah, it's it's actually remarkably efficient. I think because they recirculate the water as wow. as part of the cleaning so cycle. Is this a real dishwasher? Right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, do you want to do some dishes? We can, we can, we can do it. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Huh, okay. So. How do you turn it on? Proud of that one. Where are the controls? Um, it's actually Wi-Fi capable, uh, and there are also some, okay, some buttons some, in there. Add some stuff. Okay. Yeah. And then how about to check out the bathroom? Yeah. So. I'll let you pop you. on out. I'll okay. pop on in. Yeah. Uh, I guess I, we, we were thinking early on, you know, what what makes for a nice living space? Well, it's a high ceiling and a you know a spa-like bathroom experience where you can sort of relax in here. So we we didn't want to skimp on on having a nice dry bath that you, know, you, can, you, can, you can do your business in. Um, generally, it's, you know, it's split, split almost down the middle, um, toilet side, shower side. Like, so I'm, I'm standing in the shower now, tile floor. It's a, you know, it's a, there's, there's sort of a, a wraparound drain, you can see. Um, 
if you're using it just as a bathroom, then you could you could flip up the countertop like this. So you get a, a little bit of extra extra countertop space. And there's your, there's your grab handle to put it back down. Um, and then to take a shower, there's a, there's, a, there's a curtain that drops down, so, you know. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye, I'm going to the shower now. And it's, a, it's an overhead shower style, I guess they call it a rain, rain, head, rain head shower. Um, and then the controls and some of your storage for soap and things like that are, are, are down low. So, yeah. Is um, up here, is that an access panel? Or? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. This is also... This is for access, so you get to, get okay. to the plumbing. Okay, got it. Yeah. Um, Have you guys done anything with the water pump, like to make it more quieter than a typical RV at all? Not yet. I, I'm I'm acutely aware of, of that problem. I, I think there is um, there's uh, th there. There are different types of, of pumps out there, and we'll, we're we're making sure that we're testing and using the one that that will be they'll be quieter. The fact that we have we have um, you know some some higher voltage. Higher voltage power on board also kind of opens up the the um, the, the options in terms of in terms of what pump you can use. Um, the last thing I can show we don't we didn't show a grab handle on this one, yeah. but normally uh, you know I guess the the idea is the the whole the whole back uh, window of the RV pops open, and this would be cool on on a hot day again. There'll, there'll be a, you know there'll be a screen as well. Um, if you if you want to really bring the outside in as you're as you're taking a shower, for instance, you could do that. We're even talking about maybe. Putting a wand here, where you with a little cleat, so you could you could truly take an outdoor shower, you know, from like if you're in a, a secluded area. Um, but then most of the time, it'll be in like this, right? And so the whole the whole rear of the, the bathroom is a mirrored oh, wow. surface. Um, oh wow! That's yeah. Crazy. Look, Dave, you cool. you and me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's great. I guess. Um, Designers have known this forever, but, but a mirror makes makes yeah. the space feel much bigger. Um, I, I find that it, it actually makes the whole vehicle yeah, feel yeah, bigger as you're, it does. as yeah. you're looking in, but you, you especially feel it in in the bathroom. Yeah. So yeah, we're 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 proud of that one. Definitely. Cool. Um, yeah, that's All right. that's a lot of it. I think, yeah, you get the you get the comprehensive. Yeah, and comprehensive you guys. Walkthrough. I mean, the the windows at the top are a nice addition as well. Yeah, I mean, because the thinking right is that there, there are going to be some days where you you want the privacy, so you want to close off most most of the glass, but you may still want the the the, the you know the natural light streaming in, yeah. and so you can do that with the the windows that are built into the, the 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 automotive term for this will be the tumble home on the vehicle. You see you see that above the belt line of any any passenger car as well as it's where in, it's where in the cab the cab starts to to taper in. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Got it. Did you guys um, ever consider like a slide out at all, or was it mostly? I, I yes, did, did think about it. Um, if if I'm honest, the uh, the engineer in me is why we just we didn't do it. We kind of can't do it because I you know a slide out yeah. sliding like this is okay because you're going with gravity. Sliding like this, putting a room in and out sideways, gravity just just wants to do yeah. this yeah. all the time and. Uh, yeah, we we love making good products. Who are we to, to fight the yeah, universe? Yeah, yeah, so exactly. no no horizontal side. But we we you know we did a lot. We went through I think 
uh, 80 or 90 different layouts to get to one that, yeah. that you've, you've pro hopefully felt through the tour is yeah, yeah. really easy to circulate in. Yeah. We've had a lot of people in here, and it's, there's there's no sort of jostling over each other. Even you can imagine, even if you're if you're cooking in the kitchen here and yeah. somebody needs to go to the bathroom, it's really easy to pass behind. Yeah. So there, there's sort of no 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 bottlenecks or no 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 pinch points. In, How in, reliable in the is the lift system? Uh, quite. I mean, the, the whole the whole vehicle. One of the one of our core tenets is is building to last or making a product that's built to last. We um, we intend for the for the L1 to be a product that la and all all of our products to um, last. You know, for for generations. Like it's it's for it's for generational use. And um, the the way that we do that is because, again, many of us come from the from the automotive industry and um, are are familiar with the level of validation and testing that is required to get a product into the field that will last for for you know significant significant cycles like 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 even decades of use um, we're applying the same the same development principles to, to this vehicle and um, we think it'll it'll be a, to really good effect uh -huh. um, so some I've read some people are concerned like because it's mostly glass on the outside mm -hmm. and it, it when it goes down and you're towing it, if rocks on the road mm -hmm. kind of hit the glass, mm -hmm. is that a concern? Like, can you speak to anything about the, the the width of the glass, how sturdy the glass is? Yeah, sure. I mean, well, it's interesting. There, there, there are many approaches to that. One, one is a, more of like a, a materials approach. But I, what I would say generally is that um, look at look at the trend in automotive right now. It's towards cabins with more and more windows integrated into the you know the the, the vehicle. Um, we are applying this sort of the, the same development principles or, or, or validation principles here. We're going to make sure, though, that it, on, on the production vehicle, for instance, you have mud guards and rock guards on the on the on the front of the vehicle because that's that's your most chip chip prone area. Um, but there, there there's there's a lot that you can do to make a window a very resilient surface, and um, and we're we're making sure it'll be so. Got it. Yeah. So I mean, I would imagine it's the the. Vulnerability would be mostly just on the front, right, and the side, right here. Right? Yeah, like the, these are your. I mean, the, the corners right here. The corners. Those are your. Those are probably the, the corner. Uh -huh. the, these front corners are your your danger points. Yeah. Um, and yeah, one we're gonna make sure that, that you have uh, adequate guards there and that they're they're well integrated into the design. Okay. And two, you know, if something ever happens to them, we're we're um, we uh, we're designing for serviceability as well. Yeah. So it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a you know an easily replaceable part. Okay, got it, got it. All right, looks good. I think we did a full. What and one last thing. This what's this uh, drawer down there? That's a um, that? in, at least in, in, in this prototype. It's a, it's, a, it's just a false door because you can imagine that that's the other uh, well under there. Uh, okay, because right. it's, it's, it's a double axle trailer. You, 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 you do it both, uh, okay. both for, for weight and safety. You need um, the wheel. You want to make sure that if you ever have a blowout on the road, that your 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 second axle is able to, to, to support the load to keep keep going down the road. Um, and we're you know we're looking into things like tire pressure monitoring as well to make make yeah. sure that uh, that yeah you, you know you know what's going on back there yeah. and especially with with things like the like the infotainment system which will will be mobile based yeah. over time too you'll you'll be able to know everything that's happening on your vehicle for, uh -huh. as as you're in the in the cab of your 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 tow vehicle. Got it. On a scale, let's say at a hundred percent, how much was the exterior like uh, a challenge versus the interior? Like how much energy the past two years was spent on the exterior? And the structure versus you know just the inside. I don't know. It's I mean it's it's hard to it's hard to say that uh, we devoted a ton more energy to one than the other because we're, we're we are um, incredibly passionate about about both of them. The the exterior came before the interior because we knew we had to set those aerodynamic a surfaces as they call them. Um, 
you know, before we could go to the inside and design within those those surfaces. But uh, I mean, we're we're a let's say we're a, I think we're a 32 or 33 person full full time startup at this point. So we're still a very small team, and we are incredibly passionate about like every, every part of this. And uh, I think I mean. For all of this, a lot of people are. I, frankly, I am kind of in awe of what what we've been able to get done over 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 two years. And uh, I would just say that like, things don't just get better, right? Things get better when you have a a very dedicated, passionate team, and and sometimes a small team is actually what what does it best. And a group of people who have a vision for what better looks like and are willing and able to take on challenges and make sacrifices, you know, really struggle to, um, to, to get to better. And we, we, uh, we think that we're on that path at Lightship and, um, we're, we're pretty excited that we get to walk it and we, we hope, we hope that you'll, you'll come with us. Got it. Um, so a quick couple questions on where are the tanks? Under, underneath. Okay. So, yeah, all holding tanks underneath. Um, okay. So where just generally speaking would be the freshwater um, right now, the freshwater is located on the front. The front um, there? Okay. Yep. Yeah, it's sort of it's under this okay. whole section, and then the, the gray and the black are more towards the rear. Rear. Do you, have, do, what, do you have sizes? like you've, Not published yet. Not published, Not published but okay. we'll, we'll make sure that, you know, you know with, with the power system, you're, you're going to be able to, even in relatively low sun conditions, do, let's say, a, a week of, of off-grid camping, and we'll make sure that you have the, the, the water holding capacity okay. to match. And then with dumping, are you guys doing anything interesting with, with dumping the, the black tank we we may at some point over time yeah. but i, I uh, it, when you're building a a home and an electric vehicle yeah. and a consumer electronics product you have to figure out where to not yeah. <laughs> try to try to take on too much scope and uh so i, I think we'll we'll Got probably it. will it be a one... standard just gravity dump or will you do a mastrator uh tbd tbd okay got it Okay, so you have okay, so we have our water system. Do you will you be able to check the levels of the tanks? Yeah, yeah, through, totally. Through, Did you, I don't know if you saw the. Uh, um, where's our Where's our tablet? Um, I guess someone took it. Hey, Colin. Colin, do you mind if I use the tablet? Thanks. Okay. Um, yes, yeah, so you can check out. This is sort of a, this is our demonstration of the UI. Okay. Right now, so cu- cu- custom built infotainment system too, right? Okay. Like every every every, um, every good vehicle that you buy these days has had software was um, not an afterthought. It was it was an essential thought from the start, and we, we did the same. So you know you have a, 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 a true kind of connect connect is connected vehicle with a, with a with a custom built infotainment system. You can go through. You know, this is your main means of, of control and monitoring, and I, I think will become more and more valuable over time as we, as Tesla has done. You just keep keep adding new features to the, to make the vehicle better. So you can do all your controls from here. You can do lights, climate. Oh, nice. This is how you you know tint and untint the windows. This is okay. and this kind of this is just the beginning. This is how you raise and lower the canopy as well. Okay. Here's your tank level sensors. Okay. There's going to be an energy readout as oh, well, wow. um, cool. all, all connected to the power system. And um, yeah, we think it's going to be pr- a, a pretty awesome thing. I, I it's funny because wow. it, you know, EV owners oftentimes you'll know you, you want to precondition your vehicle on, like on a hot day, for instance. And I, I have this dream of uh, going out for a long hike. You know, maybe you leave your truck at the trailhead. You get back to the truck. It's let's say it's sweltering. It's like 90, 95 degrees or ninety degrees or something like that. You you precondition the vehicle as you're you're, nice, you know, you're doing nice. your, your fifteen or thirty minute drive back, and by the time you get back, it is it is like. Whisper quiet and cool. Yeah, or dog mode. 
for yeah, your, yeah, there's your a good dog mode too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pe- people do this, right? People leave their, their their pets in the RV and sometimes yeah. even leave the generator running uh, yeah. to just yeah. to keep the pets cool. In our case, it's going to be like all good. We'll send you alerts on you know if if any if anything is happening to uh-huh. to the pets. Um, it's it ha- having it be connected and remote accessible really changes the game and and yeah. you know with this type of product. Yeah, where's the so where's all the electrical stuff like in, ter- in terms mean? of the just inverter and the uh, it's it's all in the underbody. It's all you, underbody. You, okay. It's uh, I can show you down low. Mm-hmm. Put this down that way. Okay. Yeah, you can get you can get a peek at it okay. if you want. Cool. Peek down below there. You can see the drive, drive units in place. The the uh, the battery packs are up front. Um, some of the electronics are are stored away here. The inverters are 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 also based down low. Um, Gives you, gives you a sense of what's going on. Got it. So but yeah, like I said, you know, this this was a, a lot of a lot of the building this prototype is one to show it to the world because you know we, we we opened reservations a few days ago, so so people can put down a, a five hundred dollar deposit, fully refundable, to to basically get get a spot in line for production, which is which is. Uh, Goal is end of next year to, to begin production and then ramping throughout throughout 2025. Um, and to, to do it that fast, you need to do real engineering work, and you know you can't release vaporware. It's got to be the real thing, and, and be doing that all the way up to the launch. And so we we are using this asset. We have used this asset to to do a lot of um, you know true product and engineering development on like it as well. In, in terms of batteries, like are you guys what are you guys doing? Are you getting off the shelf just batteries stitching them together? Or are you is there something like, I don't know, like, are you, is, can you sh- share What's the magic? Um, yeah, yeah. I can't, so I can't say everything about it yet, but know that it's, you know, it's high voltage automotive, automotive yeah. style lithium ion batteries. Okay. Um, uh, we, we, I think we show, yeah, we show on the website too that it's a, um, if you get the L1 Essential, that then you get a 40 kilowatt hour battery yeah. that that doubles to an 80 kilowatt hour battery plus the plus the drive unit for the, for the range assist function or for the, the electric drive function. Um, if if you do the the L, the L1 long range as we call it, um, and we're uh, I think an important thing is that we're. Um, the batteries that are on board, the L1, are not—they're um, not like unobtainium, right? It's a, it is a commercially available lithium-ion technology, and the, the beauty of it is that the t- sort of the, the like the, the density that you need, the energy density and, and cost that you need from those batteries is already available thanks to the incredible work and and you know resources that have been put into developing them for the automotive supply base over the past decade or so. That's, that's part of why this company can exist now is because there's there's this really great set of components that have been built and, and, and now you know, are built in volume and costed down and, are, and high, are high quality, all of these things, and so that you can now build into a, you know, a vehicle like this. Um, I, I will say, I, I, so I was a battery engineer at Tesla for yeah. years. A lot of the other folks on the team have, have worked on batteries in, in some capacity as well, and you know, within within especially within the EV industry. And uh, I know what it takes to build a you know a great high quality costed down high voltage battery. I think it would be in very challenging for us this early on to do something like that. Uh, so in, in some ways, we're, we're Maybe more more using the the sort of the network that we have within the battery industry to make sure we're we're delivering a top quality Got product. Got it. And then drive unit like motor like is it like something I guess you're sourcing as well from the whole supply chain too, right? 
Can't can't say so much okay. about that one, okay. but it, it's uh, it's it's very special sauce. Got it. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So battery drive unit, powertrain. I mean, that has a lot of you know, I wouldn't say like a complexity. It's like, yeah, yeah. I, no, I would agree. I mean, it's it's uh, the reason we can make a product like this, make it yeah. simple enough, make it make it cheap enough, is because um, we are able to take an automotive approach to this, and we have the you know the, the expertise in the team to um, to develop it in the right way. Um, Got it. Yeah. Like some, a, a few people I've talked with, just friends who I'm like, hey, check out this RV. They're like, can they really make it at that price point that you guys are, you know, aiming for? I mean, what's your strategy? How how are you confident enough, you know, to charge what you're charging for something so advanced in terms of you know all the batteries and technologies uh, well, I and the the first thing I would say is that. Uh, my co-founder, Toby, who you saw at the start of the video, led finance at Tesla for, for several years, all through the Model S and the Model X. He was also the, he was the first product manager for, for the Model S, the Model S 1.0 with the, um, you know, like the, the black fish mouth grill. Um, and I think he, he uh, launched the dual motor and, and the, the first version of autopilot as, you know, as, as part of that work. Um, he, look, look, sort of look, look at, let's say, look at the, look at the margin structure that, that Tesla has achieved now. Uh, He's not going to let us, um, not, you know, not have a financially healthy vehicle program here. The sa same goes for our, our, our director of finance, Rory. He was of the same Tesla finance lineage. He, wor he worked on the Model Three program. So there, there's, um, we have, uh, th this business will not exist. We will not be an impactful business that can that can you know have an impact on the industry and also scale and, and you know produce at volume uh, if we do not design our vehicle programs to. To be financially healthy and have you know have a, have a good mix and a, and a you know good average gross margin. So um, uh, I would say have faith in us that we are making a, a financially stable program and one that will be um, successful for customers and also for us. Sure. Do you have like a break-even point where you need a certain number of vehicles per year in order to you know become profitable? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Good question, Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, and I guess that's an internal target. And then you have a specific time frame you want to reach those goals to yeah. right? that break even. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're we're running it. It's a, it's a we're running it just like an automotive vehicle program. Uh -huh. Got it. Um, and then, what can you tell me about ramp plans? You're saying you want to start a production end of 2024, mm -hmm. ramping 2025. Mm -hmm. What does a full? What does kind of a, a ramped product production capacity look like? Is it 100 a year? Is it 50? Is it 500? Is it like, what is that kind of goal? I want to tell you a lot more about it, but I okay. can't share it right now. Okay. But Got it. There's, there's a plan in place. All right. And then I'm curious about kind of the exterior. Mm -hmm. um, what can you tell me about how you're able to put this together? Like what material is it? And like, mm -hmm. how is it made? I'm guessing there's type of a frame underneath and you're, you have, like, yeah, the, the prototype shown with it, it's a, a composite body. You, you know, uh, one, one thing, the, 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 the gross weight of the vehicle, so fu fully loaded with cargo and, and water in the holding tanks, is 7,500 pounds. Um, we, we did that because, you know, we, we want to make sure that this vehicle is towable by uh, a full-size truck, so either, you know, either a half-ton pickup truck or a full-size SUV. Think, think 
uh, think Expedition or Chevy Tahoe or those those large seven seater SUVs. Um, and that's that's it's no small feat to you know to get to that 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 weight point because we are adding you know batteries and electronics on board and so the the body the chassis the interior we're, we've spent a lot of time shedding mass in those areas to to um, to make sure that we hit the hit the overall mass target. Because mm. one of the things I noticed is like this isn't a doesn't look like a cheap RV trailer for mm-hmm. sure. This looks like you thank know you, thank you yeah it looks like legit. Um, so some of it is material choice and construction, okay. um, and you know efficient structural design is a good way to to, to sort of remove to shed mass and and yeah. cost. Um, I would say a lot of a lot of it, which is a, a concept that we take from other 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 vehicle building, is this idea of perceived quality too. Mm-hmm. Um, the the which which is a you know that's a very sort of like design fit and finish driven element, and we've spent a lot of time uh, you know making sure that it it looks as as solid and good as, as it does in you know in in in, in developing the product from from like the beginning. Like for a complete like newbie to how RV structures are made, like what are you guys doing differently than let's say a typical RV manufacturer, or what are you guys doing the same? You know? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I would say. Without, without going too 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 in depth into it, um, the vehicle is a two part vehicle, and so you you sort of we, like we are um, we are forced to take a, a pretty ground up approach to that, and 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 take uh, th- think about the basic structural engineering here to 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 make sure that you know that um, we should we have a we should you should check out on the website in a I think it's on the the exterior portion of the product page there's a um, there's a, a sub bullet called built to last um, and it and it talks about a little, a little bit of the like um, or at least gives gives a depiction of the engineering that went just into the into the canopy so you can see a sort of like a skeletal cutaway of the canopy um, we're doing a lot of, of, of work to, to make sure that we are um, as sort of as mass and material efficient as possible in every every area of the vehicle and that that also means um, doing analysis for instance to know where the main where the main loads are the load, the load points on the vehicle and make sure that we have enough material and structure there while shedding it elsewhere got it okay and then um, like in order to scale production your ramp like what what is the challenge is it apart from apart from everything yeah i mean is it exactly um for the exterior is it like are there some complications or challenges specifically that are there you know machinery is there some techniques some what's going to be the challenge in terms of scaling you know making these things i mean it's gonna be it's gonna be really hard you know it's it's um it's Developing a great product is tough. Bring bring a great and and you know large complicated hardware product to, to, to market and doing so in you know stable series volume production is tougher. Um, so no no uh, it, we we got, we have a we have a challenging road ahead of us. To, you know and and we sort of know how, we we know what the mountain looks like because and literally because many many of us have have done this have done these the you know vehicle sort of start to finish vehicle programs within within the auto industry. My my. You know, my, my uh, I guess, my, like I mentioned earlier, my experience with it was was the Model Three yeah. program from you know, you know, very early through 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 the ramp. Um, it's going to be hard. We're from a, I would say, you know, I guess especially those of us who who were at at Tesla or some of the some of the newer EV companies are, um, we're. Uh, in some ways, we're kind of we're children of the of like the the the, ver- the vertical integration mantra. Um, so, I, 
we we are we're being strategic about just how far we take that, um, given given the this this sort of the, the scale of our, our company right now, or really the size of our company. Um, but things like think about things like General Assembly, for instance. Like we 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 firmly believe that the people who design and engineer the product must also be the people who manufacture the product. If, if you're not if you're not building it yourself, it's really hard to make. Um, you know, rapid adjustments to the product. Um, it's 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 hard to know where all the, like what all the quality sort of the quality and pieces are, where where to inspect things like that. So, we're we're doing um, we're we're doing the bulk of the assembly ourselves. We're we're uh, we're, we're you know setting up a production facility in, in Colorado to to do so. The, the, our company is split between San Francisco Bay Area and sort of the Greater Denver area, um, around Boulder in particular, and. Um, so we're, we're going to be building and assembling a lot of this stuff ourselves and, and you know, we're, we're making sure that we're working through that production ramp and responding to the, 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 the constraints that, that you don't know about at the outset of the ramp to, to keep, keep pushing it as fast yeah. as possible. Let's talk a little bit this way. So I'm curious, like, um, do, you is, do you guys have any type of, um, like, iterative, iterative, iterative strategy in terms of getting to production, meaning... You've got your alpha here. Yep. Are you, like, how are you road testing? Are you get, are you gonna get it into consumers' hands at all with beta, or are you just gonna sell your like? What, what's the strategy in terms of how are you gonna iteratively, you know, get this to production and ramp? We do have a strategy. It's a very savvy question. Uh, I can't tell you a bunch about what it is right now, but um, I would say that we, you know, even even at, at, at events like this, we're um, one, we're, we're we're showing people the product. We're also, you know, we're we're listening to to, to customers because once once you get to touch and feel it and use it is when is when you can get some of the cleanest feedback from from people sort of on, on the spot. And yeah. so we're we're both responding to that, doing you know doing more of the sort of the, the technical development cycle in the background. Think think sort of um, automotive stage gate style style development and uh, yeah, make, making sure that by 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 the time we are we are you know. Producing these things in in volume that um, they have had a lot of real world test, okay. both both product and 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 sort of product in the sense of, of you know real customers using them and technical in the, in the sense of the engineering validation. Got it. And then, um, how did you guys decide on the size of the vehicle? Like, because it's it's twenty seven feet. Twenty seven right? foot travel trailer. Okay. And yeah, then, I mean, did you? And then, I'm guessing width too, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it seems very similar to like. Kind of the most popular airstreams, mm -hmm. which are you know around that size. Mm -hmm. Like, did you guys make it similar to that, or yeah? I mean, it's a combo of it's a bunch of things. It's it's our I mean, it's our own experience. RVing a lot a lot of the company goes goes RVing. We do we do it. Uh, Toby and I used to take the the engineering cars out when we were at, at Tesla, and you, you know you're so called dog fooding the, the the engineering cars, getting to, getting to use them, and see see what's good and see what's breaking. Um, our 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 idea of that here is we have a, a program called light tripping where we give our employees a stipend to go RVing and, and sort of experience the product and the lifestyle themselves, and then you know one have fun and two bring bring that experience back back to their work and, and to the company. Um, and um, wait, sorry. What? So tw twenty-seven foot. Oh why, yeah. How do we not, get? How do we get twenty-three or twenty-five? Yeah. So one of it was yeah. you know intuition, okay. sort of from from our own our own experience. Mm -hmm. Two, and actually more more important was 
talking to a lot of customers would be sort of before uh, I, I, I guess I, Toby's joke to me that but before, before we had 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 money before we, we, we had raised any, any any venture dollars we had a lot of time so the two of us just went out and talked to dozens and dozens right. of, of our viewers and we did these long form interviews and that that um, you know that that learning from from those people that 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 customer intelligence that we gathered was was one of the ways that we we arrived at a few archetypes like the main the main people we think we'll build for yeah. um, you can imagine that, you know this is a really good trailer for uh, think like a small family for instance who it, it, I mean honestly Dave it's a, lot, it's a lot of your story it's it's yeah. um, a smaller family go a, l- a little bit more on the on the, on the beaten path but not not always with 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 you know power or water hookups so you're going to state and national campgrounds hip camps harvest hosts um, maybe occasionally you're dry camping on, on Bureau of Land Management land sort of, sort of that 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 bevy of, of, of camping style um, want to make sure that it was one big enough to feel spacious and have have all of the main areas of the, of the dwelling have bedding kitchen area a, a, a sort of a dining area and a, and a, a well-sized bathroom so it, it you know it fits in that sense um, and two was, I guess it was it was also uh, uh, market research it was understanding what you know we're this is this is sort of like our model s right where yeah. it, it, it is um, it's it's not a it's not like a an unobtainably priced vehicle. Um, it is it is in a, a let's say the premium mainstream of the market where we we know there's sufficient volume to make the you know to make the program economics work um, and be, be successful and um, and so this you know going deeper into that market research you see that this this is a this is a great size for 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 that 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 type of family too or that the type of traveler. Uh-huh. Got so, it. Yeah. Um, also, just feels good. Yeah, yeah, exciting. I mean, I would imagine there's there's a room for, I guess, different models in the future. Is that oh some? yeah, yeah. I mean, it, this yeah. is just the beginning, right? We uh, we um, you got to focus on one product to, to start yeah. with, I think, because it because it you know lack of focus kills kills startups, mm-hmm. and so we're 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 doing that. But the the whole I mean the whole in a lot of ways it's, it's a little bit of the Tesla approach, right? You 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 start with. This really awesome sort of flagship style product. You 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 put it into a certain area of the market, and you you develop your manufacturing systems and technology, and build build a customer base, and get you know get get some real passion behind sort of um, recognition behind the brand. And then we we're we are not stopping there. Like the the idea for for this company is we um, we want to have scale and impact. And one of the ways you do that is you go you go deeper and deeper into sort of towards the mainstream of the market. So we're going to keep keep building more products that. Um, address different different people's RV lifestyles and are more more and more accessible over time. We'll, we'll be doing this across sort of every every area of the business and what what you know who we are and what we stand for. And uh-huh. we um, yeah we I mean we want to change the industry. Uh-huh. Um, thoughts on Cybertruck? I mean, it seems like your launch is and ramp is kind of pretty well well, well timed. Yeah yeah around <laughs> the same time. I mean thanks thanks. Was this was any part of the design like kind of to match the Cybertruck at all? I mean I noticed these like back tailgate you know lights i mean they, they would work they would look great you know like behind a cyber truck i think i mean i agree i mean i think i think it looks really good behind a lot of a lot of modern you know modern electric vehicles modern, modern electric trucks um yeah you, you know the, you know the angularity in the design is is is, is pretty pretty well matched to, to something like the cyber truck mm-hmm. um some I, but i would say generally it's just when you do modern automotive styling on a, on a vehicle like this um and, and really the, you know the automotive styling is is what is wrapped around the the what was originally the, the the aerodynamics engineering that made made this form what it is um but when you do all that it it tends to pair really well with with you know a lot, a lot of the trucks that are, that are coming out now too so i, I think 
it's it's cool because it it looks good on your property, it looks good in your driveway. It's when you know when you're storing it, it's half height, so it's it's about the height of a truck anyway, which makes it a lot easier to store. What's the height um, of it folded down? It's about the height of a truck. I think it's it's just shy of seven feet. Um, okay. So it's you know same height as a full size truck. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's great. I mean, it'll hide behind a fence, th- things like that, which 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 is cool. It looks looks good anyway. And yeah, I think people are just gonna be, they're gonna be proud towing it down the road and you're gonna be proud when you get to the campsite and it's, it's, you know, have this yeah. presentation of, 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 you know, of, of, of putting it into its, its camping mode. And uh, I just think, based, based, judging on some of the reactions that I've seen over the last couple of days here, here at South by Southwest, yeah. uh, people are digging the design. It's in the air, like a blazing flare.